0: How's it going? Welcome to Wander on the Way, a show that is an ode to hours spent in coffee shops, late night get-togethers with friends, walks outside, and long car rides. Basically all the times and places we get a moment to slow down to be present with ourselves and those around us. My name is Josh Perry, and I'll be your companion today for a little while. Join me and my occasional guests as we take a look at all the messy little details of being human. And remember, you're not lost as long as you say you're wandering. Welcome, everyone. This is episode four of Wander on the Way, and it's part two of the conversation shows. And now, as much fun as these conversations are, uh, they're also a bit of a learning experience for me. I'm still working out some of the bugs in my audio recording, and this one cost me a lot of time because of how it got recorded. I guess you could take that as a word of caution for yourself about making sure things are set up right before you record. Or uh, you could take it as a word of presence to help you surf those feelings of frustration when you have more work in front of you than you'd like. Anyway, today's guest is Josue J.Q., Quinones, and I met him early in my career before he took up the calling to become a counselor and eventually speaker and performing artist. Right away, I was struck by his ability to weave a story when he spoke, and I think you'll agree as you listen to today's episode. JQ has had a wealth of experiences that have kept him dancing with his faith and following the constant journey that has brought him to this point and will take him next one as you listen today please remember to pause a moment and reflect on your own path think about where you might be going and what or who you're carrying along with you all right jq welcome thank you for joining me today uh why don't you first of all tell us a little bit about yourself
1: uh, well, first of all, thank you for having me, Josh. I'm I'm glad yeah. to to be on this and, and to and delve in this conversation with you today. Um, but for those who may not know me, my name is Josue Quinones or JQ, as many of my friends, colleagues, students, and 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 peers call me. Um, I'm an international speaker, artist, audio engineer, uh, and I work part time as an academic advisor. At a local uh, community college here in Westchester.
0: Nice. Yeah, we got kind of a oddly similar paths right now. I don't know if you knew or not, <laughs> but I'm I'm part time, kind of in higher ed still as well, and nice. Uh, doing yeah, I feel like something. you
1: told me that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, awesome. So you said you got the speaking. You're doing some audio production. You've recorded at least an album already, right? You're working on your second one.
1: Yeah. So. um yeah uh i recorded i mean i've I've been writing and recording songs since I was like in the seventh grade mm-hmm. um but i haven't i hadn't released anything publicly um until twenty eighteen which is about what three years ago now four years ago now yeah. um and so I have one album that is out and on the streaming platforms and I just released a single um on the fourteenth of january so a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. weeks ago. And I have the music video dropping for that uh, either next, I think it's next week. Um, And then I have some more music that's coming out. A couple projects, uh, you know, I don't like to share too much, but (laughs) there's definitely some music coming out.
0: Yeah, it's always, uh, I think people that are are creative, you're playing on this this balance between the excitement of wanting to, like, put it out there and and tell people about it, but also the, like, I got to hold something back and, Kind of create some hype for it.
1: Yeah, yeah, cuz I mean I would love to just like throw it out there, but then it's like mm-hmm. once I throw it out there it's like, "Oh, okay, cool, we know already." You yeah. know, and I like to it is, it's like a dance.
0: That's cool. Um and I think the the like the new single that you put out there is um one of the areas that I was kind of hoping to to chat about today um cuz I think it it seems to me anyways like super JQ. Right, it's you're talking about the journey and kind of how you got here and all the stuff you kind of came over. Um, briefly, do you, do you want to talk a little bit about that song in case people want to go looking for it?
1: Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I mean, you kind of summarized it, right? But it's called the journey just because. I mean, in the last couple years, honestly, right? I feel like we've all been on a journey. I mean, we're yeah. all on a journey, right? We'll start there, right? We're all on a journey, and we call this journey life, right? Um, and for me, just the last couple years with the pandemic and, 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 and just what I've experienced has kind of cemented the fact that I'm still on a journey mm-hmm. um, and it's, it's almost, it's like never ending, right? Um, and so part of what, what I wanted to do with that song was one, express what I felt like I've been going through, um, where I felt like I'm being called to, mm-hmm. um, you know, I feel like I'm in a, in a transition. Right. Um, it's actually something I posted on my story on Instagram a couple of weeks ago was that the calm is really a transition between two storms. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so, I see. yeah, the calm is, is really like a transition between two storms. And some people be like, well, that's not comforting in any way. <laughs> but at the same time, each storm is really set up to prepare you for the next one. Yeah. Right. And so for me, I feel like I've been through quite a few storms in the last couple of years, personally, mentally, emotionally, in my relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like it's pulling me to the next storm. And I don't know what that necessarily is going to look like or what it's going to be. But one of the things that I feel like I'm learning and understanding is that it's where I'm supposed to go. And everything that I'm enduring, that I'm overcoming, that I'm experiencing – is really set up to just teach me what I need to know before mm-hmm. I get to the next space and place in life. Uh, right now, I'm thinking about the book that I'm reading right mm-hmm. now. Um, it's called Right Use of Will. Uh, I forget the tagline all the time, but I think it's healing and evolving the emotional body. And <laughs> and I'm reminded of it, right, because one of the things that, that I just read you know, in that book not too long, a couple of days ago, maybe yesterday even, was this idea that everything that happens is supposed to happen so that we can learn things. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And even this idea of karma, karma, usually people think of it as punishment, mm-hmm. but karma isn't necessarily punishment. It's the experiences that you are bringing to yourself so that mm-hmm. you can learn and express the parts of yourself that perhaps have been suppressed. Um, and, 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 it's what you're supposed to have right like anything that comes your way it's what you're supposed to have for Mm -hmm. some reason um and and learning not to pass judgment like that's huge it talks about the release of judgment um Mm -hmm. and i'll be honest like i've i've (laughs) i'll openly admit i have been judgmental in some ways Mm -hmm. and i'm i've and i think more so on myself like the hardest judgments i think i've ever passed have been on myself and it hasn't been the healthiest thing and so mm-hmm. it's something that I'm on this journey learning yeah. to like release and, and and let go of and and accept, be more open and accepting of yeah. myself, which is wild. But mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like I just
0: I Yeah, know. like there may be there <laughs> may be like it. a a biological thing though, right? Like judgment Quite possibly exists because it has been useful to us, right? It's if you do something and something bad happens, then you try to prevent it from happening in the future or right. um, pass that information right. on to like the next generation, We're like, "Hey, don't do this Like yeah. thinking about our our roles in higher ed, how much of our job is is trying to help students not do the stupid stuff we did in college, right? Like that—that's kind of a, a thing. I mean,
1: I, I, that's kind of like my whole life purpose. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> legit, right? Because yeah. my speaking is really about mm-hmm. that, right? It's sharing part of my experience and my stories from the context of as a student, um, mm-hmm. and as a person of color, to help others hopefully avoid some of those mistakes or change their life from their mm-hmm. current point um, moving forward. My music, it's it's literally all about helping others, and and mm-hmm. I share my own experience um with with the goal and with the intent to help to affirm other people, validate mm-hmm. them, but also help them understand that they're not alone right. and to hopefully inspire them to make change or do something different or avoid mistakes, you yeah. know, or pitfalls that I have. So absolutely.
0: <laughs> I that mean, brings that's up kind of... an interesting question for me then because like a lot of what you're trying to do, you said is is kind of sharing your experience, trying to connect with people, show them that they're not alone. Do you yeah. think your work um and your message would be as successful if people weren't making those same mistakes?
1: Ooh. Um hmm. That's a really good question. <laughs>
0: like I'm um, I'm thinking they, they relate to what you're doing because they're going through it. Right. And so it's right. It seems almost like the value is that you are both kind of in that position and yet you are further along so you can kind of show, uh, show the path out of it. So they have to struggle less, but it almost seems like getting into those situations is a vital part of kind of that journey. It's like, you have to go and make the mistake in order to come back out of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I I think so. Um, I think to some degree, yes. Um, I think it also can serve as sort of a a, a warning. Mm. I don't like that word, but
0: (laughs) cautionary tale.
1: Yeah, like caution. Caution, I think, is great. Yeah, warning just sounds so. Mm. It's like caution, right? Like, hey, here's what could happen, right? This may not be, you know. And I think one of the things I've learned too is, you know, when I share my story, I often say, like, you may not be going through this exact same experience, but you have Mm. one similar, right? Um, and, and so, yeah, I think it's kind of a cautionary tale of what could come, Mm -hmm. you know, um, I think of, right. Like I think of, we'll go back to the song, the journey, right. Some of the things that I talk about on that song, right. In terms of, um, you know, uh, uh, friends might just step on my toes, foes might attempt to get close. Friends might just step on my toes, might disconnect Mm -hmm. from the bros. They feel some contempt in their shows, right. Some people may not feel that. They may mm-hmm. not have experienced that, so it may be a caution that as you progress on your journey, those things could come. Yeah. Right. Um. And I know that because I've experienced that. Yeah. Sure. Um, and so, yeah. I, I. Man, that was a really good question, man. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Because I think on one hand, right, like the value is in like I'm going through this experience. Oh wow, they've been through this mm-hmm. and look where they're at. Like there's hope. And I think there's also value in like, oh man, this is a journey that I'm thinking about, or this is a journey I'm currently on. I Mm -hmm. haven't experienced that, but that may come. So I should, you know, take heed because this may be helpful in helping me to navigate that. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, yeah. Great question,
0: man. You mentioned a second ago about reading um, this new book and that you just came off of reading another book that you really liked. Uh, You want to touch on what that one was a little bit and... What you yeah, liked about so,
1: it? Um, yeah, so prior prior to this book, um, I was reading "Ego Is the Enemy" by I think it's Ryan Holiday, um, oh. and it's it's I loved it because again, being transparent and, and honest, ego is something that I've struggled with, but I never really realized I did. Mm-hmm. Um, I always saw ego as like this boast boisterous and like strong mm. and like in your face. Yeah, kind of thing. And I am i don't see myself that way. Like, <laughs> I don't see myself as someone who's in yeah. your face and, and big and grandiose. I don't see myself that way. So I never really thought ego was something I struggled with. And I came to actually first. I think my first exposure to the idea that I may struggle with ego was actually in therapy. Um, hmm. My therapist brought it up. You know i don't even remember what i said to her and she was like (laughs) how did she i forget how she brought it up um i don't remember i honestly don't remember i just remember she brought up ego and i was like oh i was like i don't know it's like maybe she was like yeah you should probably dig into that you know for next session or whatever and i was Mm -hmm. like yo and it sent me on this like somewhat of a spiral around me and my ego and mm-hmm. like I struggle with ego how like but I'm like and and sort of my identity as, as 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 to some extent of like how I understood myself um you know and then I started to see how it like mm. it caused struggles in my relationship I started to see how it actually is what prevents me sometimes from taking action on certain things because I'm so concern with myself and my image and how people look at me and how Mm -hmm. people understand me, how people perceive and receive me. I didn't realize that that was ego. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Like that's all ego. You're so consumed by yourself and what your image looks like and what, and I never understood it that way um, because it's so subtle, Mm -hmm. you know? And so, so what I loved about this book was really helped me to understand that ego is very subtle, but very um, powerful at the same time. Mm-hmm. And so it may not feel grandiose, but that's the kind of impact that it can have, mm-hmm. um, you know. And so in the book, the, the the author he gives like different stories of of well known people and like generals and in military and um, how their ego sort of prevented them from being successful. You know, or if they were successful, it then brought them down Mm -hmm. from their success. Um, And so, you know, just I think one of the most humbling things that I got from that was um, I wish I remember the quote, but essentially it was like, you're not as important as you probably think. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, damn, that's real. Mm -hmm. Um, which I think then also coupled with another concept and idea is, is, um, the immensity, Mm -hmm. right? It says, um, stay connected to the immensity of it all. And, and that idea is really like when you think about the vastness, the bigness Mm -hmm. of the world, life, existence, how important are you really? Like. And that's not to say that we're not important, right? That's not to say that you're not an important piece of this existence we call life. But the level and degree of importance that we probably give ourselves, or I'll say, I'll speak for myself, that I give myself, it ain't that big. Like, I gotta come down, humble myself quite a bit, (laughs) right? And to think about the generations of my own family that have come before me, right? Like, I am a product and result of all of that. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know how far back, like I have no concept of how yeah. far back this thing goes. Yeah.
0: I really like the, the, the stuff you're saying. And, and it's something that I think about a lot myself. Um, and oddly is is something that I often will try to pass on to uh, people in conversation or especially students, because it's, to me, it feels a bit like an antidote for, um maybe the past 30 years or so of like everybody is unique and special um that really can weigh very heavily on us like if if you're convinced that you're unique and special all the time and then you do something that you come up short like that can crush a student or somebody and yeah. not even a student um what i what i find and I, I can hear you struggling with it yourself as you're talking about it is um it's very hard not to have that attitude and avoid sliding into like everything sucks, like that kind of that nihilistic attitude where you're like, well, if, if nothing is special, then why do I care at all? And for me, the the way I usually try to put this kind of thing out there is like, if you're not as important as you think you are, that should be liberating. Like that means you don't have to care as as strongly or as deeply in what other people think. Like just go do the thing that you um that brings you life, that like brings you happiness and joy and stuff. And like, you know, if if you do a mediocre job, great. That's <laughs> fine. Like don't don't stress out, don't freak out that you're not LeBron James, right? Be be you.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, and and it is something that I have struggled with for quite some time, and I'm I'm learning to accept. Right, it's like I think you said it. Be you, be who you are. You are who you are. Mm-hmm. Yo, I think of this interview I watched. Um, I think sometime last week. Um, and the guest, his name is Myron Golden, mm-hmm. and he brought he broke down the concept of um well, I don't know if it's the concept of success, maybe, but it's be, do, have, right? And he basically says that if you be who you're supposed to be mm-hmm. and who you were meant to be, then you will do what you are supposed to do and what you were meant to do, and therefore you will have what you are meant to have and what mm-hmm. you're supposed to have, right? And so it all starts with being. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just, yeah, I think for me it's... it's I am. I'm learning to just, yo, just be, be who you You are. are. That's it. Like, and let that evolve as it will.
0: Mm -hmm. The the hard part, I think a lot of people deal with, with an attitude like that is you convince yourself backwards of like, well, I'm supposed to have this. Like everybody's telling me that I'm going to have a good family. I'm going to have a good job. I'm going to have all these toys, like whatever it is. And then you work that up in your head. And so when you're not getting that. You feel somehow broken, or like, like that's not where you're supposed to be, um, or lied to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, so trying to flip it, it, I think, is really good and healthy, right? To you know, do the things that you're doing, and and a lot of people probably have a hard time with that because they they build up that ego, that image based on what they think is owed to them as opposed to kind of who they are. And you you don't do that work to kind of figure it out uh, ahead of time.
1: Yeah. And I think we're not, like, this is what I think we're not taught to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think, I think so. to some degree, and I understand, right? Like, I get it because the external world in in a way functions that way, right? Mm-hmm. It's about what you do, what you can produce, you know, mm-hmm. the, the, the job you have, the money you make and, and, so, I think in a lot of ways, we're trained we're socialized to think in that way um and and not often encouraged to just explore yourself, explore yourself so mm-hmm. that you can then um how do I say it like explore who you are so then that you can then attach to yours- attach yourself to the things that that you're supposed to be doing and that mm-hmm. will produce all those other things right sure. like I was telling a student this the other day, and I've said it to students before. It's like oftentimes when we think about career and we think about jobs, it's, oh, that job does X, Y, and Z. I want that job mm-hmm. because it does all that. And it's so much more powerful when we could say, this is who I am. This is what I value. This is what's important to me. This is what yeah. I enjoy. This is what I care about. Oh, that allows me to do all those things? Right. And that's where I want to go. That's yeah. you know, um, which for me is like that's how I gravitated towards counseling, that's how I gravitated towards speaking, that's how I gravitate towards music because I value making a difference, I also mm-hmm. value using my voice and being able to speak up because it's something that I struggle with for a long, long, long time um and i I value affirming others because mm-hmm. I know. I know what it's like not to be affirmed. And when I finally was affirmed, it was like, yo, this opened the whole world for me, you know? And so that's why I've gravitated to those things, you know?
0: I definitely see kind of a hunger for that expression and and the connection that's out there that is maybe has been um, neglected for a little bit too long. And it seems like there's more people that want to have that kind of conversation for sure.
1: Yeah, I think I think there is. I think there's more of an openness to exploring that. Um, part of me thinks the pandemic kind of pushed that.
0: Yeah, right? that's probably right. Because
1: it, it, I I do. I've I, since since it started, I was like, yo, this has forced people to really sit with themselves mm-hmm. in some ways. Um, I mean, and there's layers to that too, right? Because then there's other folks who it, it just exacerbated everything that was happening, and so it gave them even True. less time to be able to sit with themselves. <laughs> um seriously so but i do i do i think think that this idea of like there's got to be more it's got to be in terms of purpose not in terms Mm -hmm. of material world but like this it's got to be something deeper right like um and i love that i love Mm -hmm. that i think you know yeah i don't know i'm just i yeah i I agree (laughs) but i also see that there's probably people that are like for what like you know material world is where they're stuck in and yeah. um what comes to mind for me is this: all about balance mm-hmm. it's all about balance um and but until we speak with other people um we don't necessarily have an opportunity to pop the bubble a little bit
0: mm-hmm.
1: or expand maybe not even pop it just expand it to include right. more um And so I love that. That's why I like this. That's why I'm so excited about this, right? Because even as I'm talking with you, you bring up perspectives and ideas Mm -hmm. that I hadn't even considered. And I love that because it's it's about expansion.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, I came across a a concept, I don't know, a few months back that might be worth looking into deeper, even near me, I barely touched it, but uh, it was called thirdness. And this kind of idea that like you bring bringing two people together for example that there's a third thing that kind of emerges from that that doesn't exist prior and so i totally that idea of having conversation even conversation between like-minded people like you and i have a different body of uh literature that we've read uh we've got different lived experiences we've got different uh upbringings and that kind of stuff um and all of that kind of is is brought to bear in the conversation so we you get to see the, the interplay of all of those ideas. It's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, I love that. I've never heard that concept. But yeah, yeah I, it was I, totally new to me. Yeah, I love that. And, and right, it, it makes me think of this idea of energy, right? Mm-hmm. we We are energy. We carry energy. And then when we merge that or bring it together, kind of like you said, when we bring that together with someone else's energy, it creates something different, something new. And then if someone else were to join this conversation, Mm -hmm. right, it's going to add to that energy or take away, depending, right? But again, (laughs) creating something, something different, something, yeah, something different. Um, Thirdness. I love that though.
0: It's a neat word. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's dope.
0: (laughs) We'll take a look. Um, And then I guess one of the last things I wanted to, to touch on, like we kind of hit on uh journaling and speaking and music and all of these areas that you get to kind of use your voice and, and that is really appealing to you. Uh but you you just snuck in for a second there and I know you kind of wanted to talk about this earlier the uh you said you had the Bible app on your phone. So what's yeah. what's that meaning for you in uh these days and and how does that factor into your kind of daily life?
1: Um yeah, so you know honestly spirituality is something that i have been on a journey with uh i can't get away from that word now right um but i've been on You're a journey with, i mean when yeah literally when 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 i think about my faith and spirituality it's 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 been an ongoing journey and i'm I'm thankful for it though because like i mean as a kid growing up i was raised catholic right so i was a catholic church uh, with my mom on Sundays. I went to Catholic school from first grade all the way till uh end of high school. But I never really absorbed any of that. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like, oh, this is just what you do, whatever. I spit it out. I got 90s in religion class because all I had to mm-hmm. do was just regurgitate what I was being told and taught. Um, and it wasn't until college, really, where I started to really explore the concept of God. Mm-hmm. And who he is what it is you know um and most of it is because of my own life experiences right like not to get into too much of it but when I was a student in college I didn't know what I was doing Mm -hmm. um and I thought I wanted to do business and that wasn't working out and you know then I said well the whole point of college is so you can yeah get a degree but the idea is really to get a job and make money so the end result is money so how do I get to the end result as fast as I can And I chose to do some of the things that other people do to get to money really quickly, which is not very (laughs) advisable (laughs) um, and is illegal, but because that that was the purpose. Right. So how do I Mm -hmm. get there quickly? Um, And through that experience, I realized that I was becoming somebody that I wasn't comfortable with, Mm -hmm. that I didn't identify with. And something that I believe is that I believe that we all have an image of ourselves in the future. That's who we truly are. Like, sure. we ha- I believe it's somewhere in us. We just haven't explored it. Again, that's self-exploration. We we know who we are, and we know who we're meant to be. We just don't explore it. It gets suppressed, or it gets quieted, or we get distracted from it. And so, um, you know, I remember sitting on a Coach USA bus. And this is, I share this as part of my speaking engagements. But I was sitting on a Coach USA bus, and I had just enough money to go back and re-up and continue living this lifestyle that I had chosen. Mm -hmm. Um, And honestly, I've come to believe, like, God spoke to me in that moment and was like, yo, you could do that, but that's going to be who you're choosing to become. Mm -hmm. Or you can get rid of the money and just do something else. Just do something else. Just get rid of the money and don't choose that. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And because, I mean, I was just sitting there. I was just sitting on a bus. I had headphones on. I was – I. I don't even remember where I was going out and I just heard, I, I'm sorry, but I heard, I'm not sorry, but I heard that. Like I heard mm-hmm. you could choose to do this and that's going to be who you will become or you could get rid of the money and you can just do something else.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I felt that strongly, you know, and so that's where I started to begin saying, all right, the, the, the God's real because there's no way, like nobody planted that seed, nobody like, I heard that, you know. So for me, you know, I believe I believe that, you know, there is something higher than us. I call him God because I do believe that that's, you know, that's what I've been trained. But that I believe that I believe there is a God, whether it's man, mm-hmm. woman, female or even a person. I believe that a God exists. Um, and so. In addition to that, there's so many different ways of believing in God, right? Mm -hmm. We call it different things. We call it the universe, the spirit. We call it, you know, Allah. We call it Yahweh. We call it God. We call it, the one, you know, whatever. For me, it's like, all right, let me start exploring some of these things because there's truth somewhere. Yeah. There's truth. You know, whether it's this way or that way or that way, I'm not here to argue any of that. I don't want to argue any of that. But I believe there's truth. I believe there's something. So, you know, for me... Christianity is what I have gravitated towards Mm -hmm. um, and it's what I've begun to explore. And so, you know, I hear lot I still follow that church that, that was shared with me. I watch with them every Sunday. I participate with them, you know, but even in that I'm still exploring for myself, you know? And so one of the ways is like, yo, let me actually read the Bible. Like Mm -hmm. let me actually read it, like just actually read it. And so, I've begun that it, it just so happens That this app Has a plan called 365 days with the Bible And so you okay. read a couple chapters Every day And I was like this is perfect I can In one year I can go through The entire Bible um, And it doesn't have Any You know Because usually when, when people talk about Or teach the Bible Like they have They pick out certain things And they talk right. about Like they give you a lesson From what they've taken out This thing mm-hmm. is literally Just read through it that's it. Here's a couple chapters. Read through it and see what happens. For yeah. You. And so I love that because for me, it's I'm reading it and it's like, oh, this particular section made me think about this thing. Mm-hmm. So I write about that. Yo, this made me think about this. This made me think about that. This made me, you know, realize this right now or this brought it, this to mind. And that's kind of how I'm going through it. And I, I love that because for me, at least, I think it's it's my own experience with it. Um. And I kind of want to do that with all the the, the so-called religious texts. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of want to do that with
0: all of them. Um, oh, there, there's see. tons to go into it.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I know. I probably won't even get through all of them in my lifetime, but um, but I do. I want to kind of go through them and just because I believe there is a truth to life, yeah. you know. And they say God is the truth, the way and the light, right? Like that's what's said about, okay, so let's find truth. I don't know. That's kind of where I'm at with it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so it's it's part of my journaling practice. You know, um, it's it's because again, I think who I am comes out of that.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm I'm a big fan of that approach too. The like, just sit down with the text and see kind of kind of what comes up. Because um, I think you brought up something that is really true, and I think pushes a lot of people away from looking at religious thought. And and that is oftentimes it comes to you with a lens already built into it. Like somebody, somebody has an agenda and they've picked out their quote or their example that pushes or, or backs them up. Right. Um, yeah. yep. And oftentimes a lot of those people, like you could go back to their same source material and find the contradictory bit of information. And the, so you, you kind of are left with this, like, eh, I don't know about this guy um but but somehow like sitting with it yourself without the um the annotations let's call them uh like it, i think it gives you a, a deeper appreciation for the work itself just as like a piece of of text right um and i know like especially with issues surrounding the bible in in the us or in the west like there's a lot of people that will argue that well even the translations we're working with have heavy, um, heavy lenses and biases built into them already. So okay, yeah. fine. But but still, you got to start somewhere. And that's kind of I I like that approach of just sitting down with the text and and seeing what it brings up for you. That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I think right because something that comes up for me too is like the historical, the history of it. Right, yeah. and how it's been used as manipulation, and all these other mm-hmm. things, and, and the reason for massacres, and justification for all these. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I still want to read it. I just want to read it because this, <laughs> this, what the like, why, right, like why, right, and yeah, it's. I think part of it too is is I think just searching for, like you said, the truth and what's meaning, searching for purpose, searching for. Something to hold on to, I guess, I feel like I have a better term because what comes mm-hmm. to mind for me in this moment is this idea and it's something that I've, I learned. We're in 2022, right? So I learned this 2020. Um, you know, I had a friend who passed and and one of the things that I learned was like, yo, the moment you give up faith or hope, what else is there?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? Like once you let go of those, what else is there? Mm-hmm. You know, and so I think and faith we don't have to think about it in a religious or spiritual term, sure. right? Just those two concepts, faith and hope, period. Like once mm-hmm. you let those things go, I don't think you hold on to anything else really. Right.
0: Um it could so even just be the of... the faith that things are gonna be better than they are now or something like that.
1: Right, right. But once you let that go, what else is there? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Right. And so I think that's part of it, too, is like finding something that gives that maintains one's faith and one's hope. Um, and so, yeah, whatever that is, you know, as long as it's not impeding, I think that's where the line gets drawn. Right. Because a lot of people like I have a friend who's like, yo, nah, I can't get into that because people got killed over that and it's not right. And people justified it. And, mm-hmm. you know, and indoctrination and institutionalization, it, which is all I'm, for me, it's. Again, yeah. something I've learned too is like it's both and right? right. Like yes, that too, and there's also this. So let's like you said, let's dig into both, mm-hmm. you know, um, to find truth and, and so Yeah, man, I probably can talk about this for a
0: long time. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like we had another conversation that we gotta Word. tackle down in the future. So maybe we'll we'll come back around to this and, and yeah. dig into it straight away. Um yeah. But why don't we kind of start to wrap things up a little bit from there? Um, I think that's a good note to go out on. So yeah, one word. word,
1: but yeah, that's, I mean, I think you've hit, we've talked about the essence really is like, I'm depth. That's who mm-hmm. I am. That's what I enjoy. So I don't know that there's Anything yeah. else out of that.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think if, if that's uh, definitely kind of a key value, you're going to, you're going to find it in everything, right? It doesn't, doesn't matter what it is. If it gets your attention, it's because it has that depth that you're looking for
1: yep yep
0: oh. well i wanted to thank you again for coming on today um this is a great conversation i had a great time and uh i wanted to give you a quick opportunity if people are looking for j q where do they go
1: um i'd say facebook instagram um j o s u e j q q u i n o n e s um josué j q quiñones that's how you find me on instagram facebook Um, and then if you want to check out my website, www.successisalifestyle.com, um, those are the best places to catch me and you can see, you'll find links to music and all that other stuff, um, through either one of those avenues.
0: Awesome. So thank you for your time. Uh, we will say like this was not planned that you were coming out with like a new single and dropping a a yep. music video to it, this isn't like you're on some sort of publicity tour, it just worked out that way, um, but definitely check it out, like it, I think that that song represents so much about who you are, and kind of the conversation we had today, um, and I just think it was perfectly timed, so, you know, maybe that's one of those things that you're talking like, just happy accidents in life.
1: Yeah, for real, because there's more to come too, right, so, I yeah, it, it was meant to be, and I couldn't have planned it. That's why I say it got to be God. I, mean, <laughs> I didn't do that. So, right. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, thank you so much. And uh, for any of you listening out there, thank you all for listening. And we'll see you on the next episode. Once again, thank you to my guest, Josue J.Q. Quinones for sharing a few moments from his journey with us today. I always enjoy the opportunities that I get to chat with him, and I hope you enjoyed getting to listening check him out on his socials at Hosway JQ Quinones or take a look at his website www.successisalifestyle.com and thank you for listening to the podcast and carrying the conversation out into the world Music for this podcast is generously provided by Alexander Nakarada at www.serpentsoundstudios.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 4.0 License. Details in the description. If you'd like to come join the community, be a guest on the show someday yourself, you wish to support the podcast or just get in touch, find me online at wanderontheway.org. And until next time, go have a good conversation.